Good morning, good morning. How are you? Hi guys. I am so excited to connect with you today. We're about to dive into some really good shit. <laughs> and I am pumped for it. Yay! Good morning, good morning. Hey, Callie. Hey, Abby. Hi, Justine. Hey, Emily. Hey, Samantha. All my people, good morning. Hello, hello. I am so excited for today. Hi, Nikki. Oh, this is so exciting. So many amazing people. Hi, Kim. Hi, Christy. Yay, this is wonderful. Okay, guys. Hello, hello. Hi, Samantha. Yay, all my people. You guys, I'm fired up for today. I hope you're ready for it. <laughs> so I had an outline planned for us last night. Oh, thanks, Harley. Good morning. Hi, Haley. Had an outline planned for us last night and then all morning long, you guys, I've had like divine downloads is what I call them and messages coming through, ideas, inspiration, like so many things coming through for this morning. So there might be a lot of, a lot of different things going on, <laughs> but I'm super excited, super excited about it. So much good stuff. This might be a four hour long pump you up <laughs> session that you're gonna have to replay over and over again for the next five years. <laughs> okay, you guys, so we're gonna dive on in. Let's set our intention really quick. I don't know if you guys have ever noticed that I'm always holding things <laughs> in my videos. Have you ever noticed that? <laughs> I usually put them down when I start talking with my hands and get excited, but there's like, I always have some type of rock or crystal on me at all times. <laughs> okay, so let's take a moment, sit up straight, close our eyes, take a deep breath in. Let it go. And we're going to set our intention. Our intention for today is to allow us to co-create with positive intention and awaken our inner magic from deep within our souls. We are ready to claim our best selves and create our best life. Help us to understand how powerful we truly are and may we remember. Yay! Okay, so before we dive into the content for today, I'm going to do a quick recap. So lesson one, clarity. What do you want? Why do you want it? Drop the how. Stop overcomplicating it. Just get into the feelings of having what it is you want and drop every reason why it's not possible for you. It's basically what lesson one was all about, you guys. Just starting to own it. Doing it like it's play, having fun, getting into alignment over and over again, starting to control your happiness and creating, becoming that magnet for everything it is that you desire. And really starting to understand how powerful we truly are. So it's the thoughts and the feelings, right? It's all about what we're thinking and what we're allowing ourselves to feel, which is creating our beliefs. So we're tapping into the subconscious and rewiring our programming. Lesson two is conquering fears. So lesson two and lesson three are kind of heavy. If you guys noticed, lesson three is so important to me 
but it, it is, it's deep, so it can be hard to go through that. And I'm sure you guys have felt that working through your fears and working through releasing the past over the last two lessons. So it's, it's um, different, right? Because we're allowing ourselves to go to a space that we, de we don't necessarily want to be manifesting in the future, but it's important to address the fears and release the past to allow us to create space for what it is we're welcoming for the future. So it's just incredibly important. I know it can be tough. It's not always rainbows and butterflies, but you will feel so light and so powerful by doing that work. So lesson two is working through observing the fear, identifying the root cause of it, realizing the fear is not true, and then implementing your new belief system. So you start telling yourself over and over and over again, affirming, affirming, affirming what it is that you want to be true for you. Even if when you start speaking to yourself in a more positive, abundant way, it doesn't feel right. Because for a very long time, we have focused on the negative and allowed ourselves to believe our limitations were our truth. So we have to take time to allow ourselves to start embodying these new beliefs, these new tools. So it's a daily practice. We're doing this as often as we're brushing our teeth, if not more, okay? So we're addressing our thoughts and recreating what it is that we want for our future. We're no longer allowing our current present self to determine who we are going to become in the future, okay? So we're blowing up all of our limiting beliefs. It's no longer true for you, okay? You just have to say that over and over again and declare what it is that you are ready for and what you deserve, right? We're no longer allowing ourselves to hold ourselves back. We are the only limitation that is preventing us from having what it is that we want and we have to get out of our way. And then lesson three, releasing the past. Like I said, that one, that one is, I'm so passionate about it. There's so many things that I could, I could make a whole course just on releasing the past. However, the purpose of lesson two and lesson three is not to focus on the negative, it's to release and clear space for the positive. So we're feeling to healing and then we're moving on. We're not staying stuck in overanalyzing the negative and replaying it over and over again. So sometimes when we do start working on, especially things from childhood, things that we need to let go of and release and try and process, it can we can kind of start focusing on it too much and we don't want to be doing that you guys and it's 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 a balance right and you know by the way you feel okay so if you have to feel it to heal it allow yourself to do that create space a safe place for you to do that and then release it let it go let yourself feel lighter and move forward on what it is you want to create for your future okay so if it has if old trauma has to be released allow it to be released and let's move forward so honoring our emotions and listening to our body but you don't focus too much on the negative we're basically bringing light to our darkness <laughs> and we're changing everything about our subconscious all of the beliefs all the things that we've been telling ourselves for too long so what we focus on expands don't focus too much on it we want to be focusing on what it is we want to be creating so I shared lots of my favorite tools for healing during lesson three. Um, I think it was kind of, basically I was just sharing with you guys my favorite things that I've done to be able to release my past. And there's lots of other things. So 
whatever speaks to you guys, explore it, find other things that are similar to it. There is so much available to you to be able to figure out what works best for you. So when you're listening to lesson three, don't feel like you have to do everything. This is, you take whatever speaks to you, okay? You're the one in charge. Honor your feelings, honor what's calling to you, start tapping into your intuition and listening to where you're being guided, okay? And the other things that I wanted to share with you guys really quick about what have been very important for me with my healing process is movement. So remember when I talked about how animals in the wild, when they go through trauma, they shake it off to release that negative energy. Movement does that for us too. It's an important part of beginning a healing process or tapping into even your divine connection. So when I'm in flow, the way that I create my space, my divine container, is starting my day off in the morning with movement. So that's whether that's stretching or two minutes of even jumping up and down and shaking things off, like whatever I need to do. You guys have seen that I do yoga almost every morning too. Yesterday I was really feeling some things needed to move, so I went for a run and I don't run, <laughs> but I knew I had to get it out. And it felt so good to just feel the air in my lungs and to feel my body moving. So food, water, nature, sun, fresh air, all of these things are so important. I do not understand why hospitals are meant for healing and all the windows are closed up and there's no sunlight coming in. It's just, it's crazy to me. So these are all things that are so, so important. Body work. I've talked a ton about this too. So you guys, if you follow my social media, you see me getting massages all the time. <laughs> and yes, I enjoy them, but I'm not doing it for the luxury experience. I'm doing it to take care of me because it is so incredibly important. Body work on a holistic view does so much for releasing as well. So it's, it's if, if, fun fact, you guys, I went to school for massage, believe it or not, a couple years ago as part of my naturopath school that I went to. So I learned a lot about the holistic aspect of what bodywork does for you. Acupuncture. Acupuncture is now recognized for the beautiful work that it does. So we're no longer in scientific denial about the power of working with our meridians and our energy points throughout our body. So some, Kelly said, we are basically a plant with more complicated emotions. Amen. <laughs> Uh, Kim said two and three was a whole different vibe. I'm a blue, so it was hard for me, but important to get done. Yeah, absolutely. I get it. If you guys watched me in lesson three, even when I listened to the playback, it was hard for me to listen to myself because it's something that needed to be said. It needed to be spoken about, but it's not like where I want to go, right? Like I want to be like in alignment, abundant as fuck. <laughs> and those conversations sometimes don't feel like that's what we're allowing, but it is necessary to remove the blockages for us to be able to cultivate where we're going now. So lesson four, five, and six, it's go time. Yay, yay, yay. Harley said you've done so much. I love it. I always wanted to take a class. Yay, I'm so happy, you guys. Oh, there's something I wanted to find. I need to do this. Okay. So some of the other things I wanted to mention to you guys, for you to just kind of explore if you're looking for other avenues of being able to feel really good, energy healing, obviously, polarity, changed my world. If I had five hours to tell you guys all about my stories, about the things that I was able to do with energy work alone, incredible. So polarity, Reiki, we've talked a lot about Reiki. Reiki is probably the most familiar. 
and finding people that are really, really good at what they do, okay? Just like hairstylists, you guys, there's really good ones and there's really bad ones. <laughs> so if you have a weird experience, be willing and open to try it again. Massage, acupuncture, craniosacral work. If you guys are in the Lansing area, I have the most amazing healer that I work with and I see him about every two weeks. So um, another thing that I love is adaptogenic herbs, which is, um, there's tons of different herbs. You can just Google adaptogenic herbs and see which one speaks to you. You can do muscle testing to find out which one you need. And adaptogens are amazing because when you take them, whatever your body needs, it adjusts to that. So if you're stressed and you need to release stress, it provides a vehicle for you to be able to do that. So it's supporting whatever your system needs. They are so powerful. Many of you I'm sure have heard of ashwagandha. That's probably one of the most popular ones. There's lots of different ones as well. And then magnesium has rocked my world. I take it before bed and I sleep like a baby. So <laughs> those are always fun things because when I was like going along my journey, I had to spend so many hours researching things and I was like, can't someone just give me like 20 bullet points of where I could look and just like, let's get this show on the road. I don't want to have to read. You guys know I love reading, but the amount of books and things I've had to read to find the good content, I'm like, this is why I wanted to just create a spark notes for spiritual and holistic health. <laughs> Justine said, herbs cure diseases. Seriously. Amen. Yes, 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 yes. Kim says, confianza. Yes, confianza. Incredible. So love it, love it, love it. I used to see a naturopath when I lived in St. John's. Can't find around one around here though. I have also a naturopath as well if you need a referral for that. And she does incredible distant healing. So the neat thing about energy work, you guys, is you don't have to be in front of someone. And that's going to sound super weird and super crazy because we're not taught how amazing these things are, but it's, it's, it's possible, right? So just trust me. There's nothing more important than you learning to take care of you, okay? We are taught that it's selfish <laughs> and we are taught to put everyone else before us and it's not okay. <laughs> We're not allowed to do that anymore. We have to take care of ourselves because when we feel good, we do good and everyone around us benefits from that. So this is where the abundance starts. It all starts with feeling good right here, right now and no longer putting it off for waiting for time or whatever it is that we are waiting for that you're never gonna have perfect timing it's you're always gonna feel like you have so much going on so the days that I don't take time for myself I get half half as much done with my day than when I put myself first and then do everything after that so okay I wanted to let's start off our conversation I want you guys to comment in below and tell me what you would do right now if I told you you could do absolutely anything it would anything that you could dream of. Absolutely anything. Would you write a book and you'd be successful at it? Would you write a book? Would you become a millionaire? Would you buy your dream home? Would you travel the world? If you knew without a shadow of a doubt that you would be supported and you could receive anything it was that you want what would you do? Kim, I refuse to pour from an empty cup. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so comment below and tell me what you would do. So today, what we're going to be doing is we're going to be diving into the law of abundance. So just like we have the law of gravity, there are universal laws that our world operates around. And 
we aren't taught these things. So it can sound like fairy tale when we talk about this or like, yeah, that would be great. Or let's be realistic. This is silly. You're not really capable of doing that. It's only available for certain people. Certain people get lucky. That's why they get to live the life they have. All of these bullshit limiting beliefs that we buy into. So law of abundance is just as reliable as the law of gravity, right? We don't walk around having to think about the law of gravity to make sure that our shit stays on the ground, right? <laughs> I'm sorry, you guys. I, when I get excited, I swear. So I really try and work on my language. Sorry. But I'm just speaking my truth here for a minute. <laughs> okay, I love seeing these coming through, you guys. Buy my dream home, write a book, open a clothing company. Yay, I love it, you guys. Now we're talking. We're dreaming big. This is hard to think of because I'm so simple, but I'm not at all either. Girl, no, we're not simple. We're not simple. Just because we appreciate and we can be happy with simple doesn't mean we are blocking our flow of abundance. Allow yourself to go there. Allow yourself to dream. What would you do? People without vision perish. We have to start creating our vision, you guys. Hug someone. COVID. Just kidding. <laughs> Build my salon. Write a book. Buy my beach house. Yes. I love it. Backpack across the world. I'd move back down south and build my dream home, travel the world, speak on, you guys, I'm getting chills all over. Speak on stage in front of thousands, build my dream home, travel to somewhere warm and tropical. I'd open a rehab center to help people with addiction, anxiety, depression, get back on their feet for the real world. Oh my gosh, chills, you guys. Buy a house on the beach and work down there, travel the world with my family. I want to design my own clothing line. I love clothes. I want to have horses again, land, a huge cleaning account, foster and adapt, become a millionaire to give back as much as possible. Yes. Michael Todd said that. I like it when you swear. It just makes it more passionate. Yeah, I know. The F word is my, you guys, my, my favorite. <laughs> so it's probably going to fly out a few times today. Okay. So what is the law of abundance? I'm going to read you guys the definition of law of abundance because we're going to start relying on it and believing it as well as, as what as skillfully as we believe in the law of gravity. So it's going to take some time for us to start believing in this because it is going against everything we've ever believed and thought. But over time of you tapping into it and repeating it to yourself over and over again, you're going to start believing it and you're going to start seeing it unfold for you before your eyes. You guys starting to observe that you are creating everything in your reality based on what you believe and what you think is going to start rocking your world. You're going to start saying, holy shit about everything, good or bad, wherever your thoughts go and your beliefs, whatever the feeling you allow to activate and attract to you, you guys, it's, it's crazy. Like I have aha moments all the time of, wow, like I, I did that. <laughs> like even if I don't want to take credit for some things, yeah, I take credit for that. So the law of abundance is an abiding principle within universal laws. It is the simple fact that there is an unlimited source of everything we need or could ever want. This great abundance is already ours, infinitely available to all of us all the time. So what separates people that are successful, abundant, the multimillionaires, the people that it seems like just luck follows them around? They tap into this universal law without a shadow of a doubt. They know no matter what is around them, whatever their current surrounding is, whatever their present self is 
justifying or saying is true for them, they don't buy into it. They don't allow their current present situation to hold them back from casting the vision of where they're going. They know that when they have a thought, when they are drawn to something, when they have the idea, the divine inspiration to take action on something or to even think that something could possibly be possible for them. So when you get excited about thinking about something, all the things you guys just said, they're meant for you. You're supposed to be doing those things. You are wasting time not pursuing them. All of the doubt, all the reasons of why you're not doing them are just limiting bullshit beliefs that we're buying into. So you have to start leaning more into your faith. We have to let go of the fear. This is why lesson two and lesson three were so incredibly important. You've been shown this vision because it's meant for you. So when, before we're even born, you guys, we have divine callings that we agree to. And then throughout our life, we have events and things that unfold for us, lining us up with what we're supposed to ultimately be, be doing. We all have a purpose in this life, whether it's to be a, just a great human, like that could be some like just to bless everyone around you, or if it's something more material, or if it's a career, in some way, shape or form, you are supposed to make an impact on this world. And those things that are calling to you are meant to happen. So you have to start understanding the different levels of our consciousness as well. So our current consciousness, the things that we think about throughout the day, our thoughts that cross over us, and then we have our subconscious, where we tap into these ideas where there's infinite possibilities. And then we have the superconscious where all divine creation is made. It's all within us to be able to tap into these resources. So this and all universes are made of divine energy. It is everywhere and in everything. Everything, including us, lives, moves, and has its being in this divine energy. You are a direct you are a direct creation of source energy. You have this divine connection. This is why when we are in alignment, we are lit up. We are so happy. And when you guys say thinking about these things that you want, you are in direct connection with source. You are connected to the things that you are supposed to be doing and achieving. So before you allow the fear and to knock your ass out of alignment <laughs> and justify all the reasons why you can't do the things that you want to do, you have to observe it and then switch back to it and know that this is your truth and just stay in flow as often as possible. We aren't taught to do this, so it takes time. But every time you catch yourself doubting yourself, get yourself back and, and speak your truth over and over again. That's the, the power of positive affirmations. We are this divine energy. It is a live, infinite sea of love, joy, creativity, and goodwill. Divine energy is the source of all abundance. It fills all space. The law of abundance states that there is nowhere it is not. So there is no lack anywhere at any time. It is equally available to all aspects of itself, which includes you and me. Isn't that beautiful? Like, so beautiful. You guys feel free to ask questions about the things that I'm talking about. If you, the, the fun thing about these live lectures, because I'm not sure if my courses will always be this way, is you guys get to ask questions. So... I'm going to check really quick. Okay. There are only, there's no two ways about it. You guys have heard that saying, right? There's no two ways about it. So you either get to tap into scarcity or you get to tap into abundance. And today, I hope is the day that you decide that you are forever going to only allow abundance to flow from here on out. 
So we have to remove what's familiar. Do you guys remember, the, I think it's in the TED Talk, um, that she talks about how we, our thoughts can be influence even our age. So they took a group of males that I think they were in their 70s and they put, they removed them from their current environment and they put them in an environment from back when they were younger. So everything made them feel like they were younger. So they started thinking that they were younger. So they were putting themselves in an environment that supported that they were younger. And then they measured based on different things, measured, I think even their eyesight changed. I should have watched it to be, I'm, I'm pretty sure this came from the TED Talk though. If it didn't, then let me know and I will find this case study. Everything changed about them to show that they reversed the hands of time of aging. Literally, they created their own time capsule just by their thoughts and creating an environment that supported these feelings. So we have to start embodying what it is that we want to speak into our future and where we want to go in our time machine for the future, okay? So our thoughts are everything. What we are speaking throughout the day to us is ultimately creating our reality. So we have to no longer voice lack or limitation. And this is much easier said than done when you are first starting to do it. So every time that you're observing a thought, even the things that we're speaking, like terms, terms, and I'm trying to think of different things that are just said all the time that support uh, the scarcity mentality. <laughs> and we just say them because it's part of our culture. So we are totally rewiring all of this. We talked about law of abundance. Expectancy always wins. So what you're expecting is what always unfolds. It's always this or something better. What you are expecting is that whatever you're dreaming about is meant for you and you have to take that leap of pursuing it. It will haunt you for the rest of your life if you don't do it. And the more time you waste not doing it, the longer you are creating yourself, you're creating resistance and being out of this abundant flow. When you guys finally take the leap of going after your dreams, I cannot, I understand how scary it can be. And trust me, <laughs> I get it. I get how terrifying it is, but there is nothing scarier than having to look back and regret not taking that leap. I would rather know that it wasn't right for me than to ever have to wonder what if. You guys have heard me talk about this already and I could talk about this over and over again because it is what truly pushes me outside of my comfort zone. The beautiful thing is when you have these visions for your life and you start acting on them, you will start seeing how supported you are by the universe. Things will start unfolding for you. So the how isn't your job, and we're going to talk about this a ton in the next lesson in receiving in lesson five, the how is not your job. You just have to be open to taking divine action when divine guidance shows up. So that's when you start learning how to work with synchronicities, how to work with signs, and just being able to Work with your own intuition, understanding our body, all of these things. When you think about what you want, it feels so good because it's right for you. That's your truth. That's what you're supposed to be doing and feeling and embodying. So we have to ask what's ours by divine right. So I, something that I do often, now I'm kind of getting into our next lesson, but whenever I'm thinking about something that I want, I just constantly repeat to myself, Whatever is meant for me is coming. It is my divine right. Whatever is meant for me is coming. I am supported. It's my divine right to receive this. Just over and over and over again. We can only think one thought at a time. So if you catch yourself in a scarcity thought or a thought of lack or doubt, fear, whatever, 
You can observe it and then switch it immediately by using these affirmations and just repeating them over and over again or using your list of joy. So that's why we're using these tools that feel so good and they're so simple because they distract us and take us back into alignment very quickly. This can take time. So, um, you know, this is something I even worked on yesterday. Like I just, I couldn't, I put too much momentum behind thoughts that weren't serving me. So I had to do some things to bring me back into alignment as much as possible. And this morning I got to wake up and feel really, really good because sometimes sleep is the only answer. <laughs> and then we're going to talk about how important mornings are. So Kim, we've talked about mornings before and I'm about to take back everything I said about it. <laughs> so we have to, if, if abundance, when you think about abundance, this is going into our lesson six about money, but let's go there for a second. So abundance doesn't necessarily mean money. Abundance is a feeling that you cultivate. But naturally, when you feel good, things flow to you, even materialistic things. So money, all of the things we dream about having, the nice cars, a home that we're proud of, all of these things, they just flow easily to us. We're a magnet. That's why our happiness is so, so important because we're creating that just natural flow that it's like a tunnel so if you imagine things being able to just flow one way they can either flow in or out so we want to create a clear tunnel without blockage for our abundance to be able to flow in so we have to feel ourselves having what it is we want we have to see ourselves having what we want and we have to prepare for what we want so let's say we're talking about money you have to feel yourself rich you have to see yourself rich. You're casting that vision. People without vision perish. And you have to prepare for your richness to that your riches to come. So we get what we expect to receive. So let's say you're saying, I, I want to be rich and wealthy and successful, but you're preparing for everything. You're preparing for everything that you need for if it goes wrong. So you start acting on what it is that you want to do but you have a, the safety net. <laughs> like you are, I think I've told you, talked to you guys about this before. I just changed all of my savings, like my sub accounts in my, um, in my bank accounts because I used to have ones that were titled like emergency or, you know, where do you think my emergency fund went? <laughs> it went to emergencies. I created emergencies that had to be spent because that was what I expected to do with that money. So, I'm really, really excited to talk about money. But what we expect ultimately is what occurs. So you can say that you want all these great things, but if you're expecting it to go wrong or you're expecting yourself to not receive it, you're not going to receive it. So we have to impress the subconscious by speaking life over what it is we want over and over and over and over again. So bring what you want to your acceptance by focusing on it. Our focus is so powerful. And we can change our focus at any point in time. So it's allowing yourself to change. Change it, change it, switch it, switch it. Any time that is not in alignment with what it is you want to receive. So those were the big things I wanted to share about that came in this morning. And let me know if you guys have any questions on anything. So I want to next, let's see... So we have to start allowing ourselves to pursue the things that feel our soul. And some of you know what you want, you know exactly what you want, but for some reason you've been holding yourself back from taking the leap. Some of you have no idea what you want, and I've been in both places. So we have to start allowing ourselves space to explore. 
And what I mean by that is you have to allow yourself to try new things. So you'll never know unless you try. We've talked about this. And if you try, you can't fail because no matter how things unfold for you, it's exactly how it's supposed to be. And it's a stepping stone to you to ultimately get where it is you want to go. So you don't need to wait for everything to be right. We always, I think we hold ourselves back by thinking there's going to be this perfect time for this and all these reasons of why we can't do this right here, right now. There's no such thing as perfect timing. You will never pursue your dreams if you buy into that belief. You have to decide that you're not going to waste any more time and you have to declare to the universe, this is what's what I'm ready for and this is what's happening. So we often think that we do not have the right to decide what it is that we are going to receive. And what I mean by this is we feel guilty for thinking that we deserve more. So the universe responds to you declaring what it is you are available for. It doesn't respond to you saying, this sounds nice. <laughs> oh, this would be nice. Maybe if this fell in my lap, then it would be right for me. No, <laughs> that's not how this works. You declare it, you decide it, and you pursue it. This is what you expect to happen and unfold for you. So you are here for a reason, your soul has a purpose, and you have to start allowing yourself to try new things that are ultimately going to allow you to embrace that. Many of you have never invested in yourself the way that you invested with this course. I hope that this course has taught you that you can level up and you spending and investing in yourself has now opened doors for you that is going to take you to the next level. And this is what happens every single time you invest in yourself and you answer the calling. So if something is calling to you and speaking to you, I'm not saying say yes to everything, right? Because once you start figuring this out, everything looks good. And then you start kind of overwhelming yourself with all the things you're saying yes to. But when you start tapping into abundance, you start becoming and embodying abundance. So until you allow yourself to explore and figure out what your purpose is, it feels as though a piece of you is missing. And then we hold ourselves back from doing the things that are speaking to us because we don't know if they're right for us or we aren't sure where they're gonna lead, right? Or we are afraid of investing the money in ourselves. That money is gonna come back to you tenfold. <laughs> I'm not saying go out and splurge and spend tons of money and you know just pray that it comes back to you. There's different energetic holdings with spending money that we're gonna talk about in lesson six. However, let it flow. Let it flow. Trust that it's speaking to you and pursue it. So let, let, me, let me think. Where do we want to go with this? Um, you know, oftentimes we try and control what, how things are going to unfold for us. The how is not our responsibility. The how is not our responsibility. The how is not our responsibility. You just have to get very strong on lesson one and getting clear on what you want and why you want it. And then the how will unfold and things will start showing up to you. And you will, you will, even if you aren't sure where to start, ask the universe, where do I start? Give me a sign of where I start and then watch and be open to the synchronicity of things that start coming and attract, being attracted to you. You are always being guided. We just pluck ourselves from being able to even observe it and realize that. Or we write it off as a coincidence, which is just, ugh, drives me crazy. So wanted to share a story with you guys really quick about me waiting for the perfect timing for, I basically put my life on hold to have a baby. So 
I have very big dreams for myself. Incredible dreams that I know that I am meant to pursue. I know that I was put on this world for a very big purpose and I can guarantee you, all of you, if you get past the idea of this being conceited, <laughs> believe this for yourself too. That's why when we aren't pursuing our dreams, we feel like shit. <laughs> we feel, we know that we're not in alignment with our true self. However, when I decided that I wanted to have a baby, I don't do well with patience. So I decided when it was going to happen and that it was going to happen immediately. And if you guys were along my journey of this, you know exactly how I was with this. So I put my entire life on hold for this baby to come. And <laughs> the baby never came. So this was the first of very many lessons that my daughter taught me. And I remember that, so I'm gonna walk you guys through the process of the different ways of how I started figuring out what my purpose was just in case you're at a point where you aren't sure. So I decided that I wanted to do a naturopath program. I wanted to become an ND. And it was a far commute. There were so many reasons to justify why it was gonna work, especially because I was waiting for my baby to come. And you can't do these things when you have a baby, right? Bullshit, not true at all. <laughs> And so I was buying into all these limiting beliefs and getting frustrated, trying to control, control, control. Then I journaled out. I, I was writing and journaling all my fears and all the things I wanted to do, all the things I'm teaching you guys. And when I journal in free flow, all of a sudden advice starts coming through that is, it's coming from like a higher power. I know that. And I basically, I wrote out. If I decide to do this naturopath program, I know I will get pregnant immediately because I'm no longer <laughs> trying to control the situation and just trusting that all will happen exactly how it's supposed to. I have this letter still. And I wrote this in January. I got pregnant in February. I got pregnant a couple of weeks after I decided to take the leap of faith, invest a shit ton of money into a program that was a stepping stone for me to reach my higher purpose of where I'm supposed to be. This whole journey has a huge metaphoric uh, meaning behind it because it broke down a lot of limiting beliefs and fears for me that when I finally just started tapping into trusting that I'm being led and whatever I'm being drawn to is where I'm meant to pursue and figure out it's going to be, it's going to lead me to my ultimate path is basically what I'm saying. So it's incredibly powerful when you start just trusting and stop trying to control everything. So if you're being called to do it, start doing it. Even if you don't know how it's all going to unfold for you. All you need to do is keep casting the vision of what it is you want. And if you aren't sure what you want, allow yourself to explore until you figure out what it is you do want. So let me see. Um, okay, so basically I want to tell you guys really quick of what I did. I list, I listed all the things that I love to figure out. I felt there was a deep inner calling and a purpose that I was supposed to pursue. However, I didn't know exactly what that was and I felt very lost. So I decided to, instead of just sitting around and waiting for it to just magically appear to me, I decided to start taking action and figuring out what it is I was supposed to do. So I made a list of all the things that I love and I narrowed it down to my top three things. It was old people, houses, and holistic health. So my idea with old people, I have a great idea for <laughs> being able to work with elderly and to make their lives better. And I strongly believe in my future one day, I will pursue that dream of that. However, right now I do feel like there was something different that I was supposed to be doing. So I just decided to volunteer and donate my time to that cause. 
So then the next was houses. So I went and got my real estate license and I decided that that wasn't what I wanted to do because the real estate industry is very, it's very, very forceful, right? And it takes a lot of time, supposedly, maybe it could be different if you believe differently. However, that was the vibe I was getting. And I wasn't available for having to spend 80 hours a week to make a fuck ton of money. <laughs> I just wasn't anymore. That was my, that was my true belief um, that I was my core, my new core belief that I was embodying. So I didn't feel like it was right for me. Then holistic health. So that's where the idea for getting my ND um, came from. So my naturopathic um, doctor program. And the only one that was available that I was directed to or guided to after doing research was one in, in Ann Arbor. And now I could list 5 million reasons of why I shouldn't have done it, but I did it and I knew I needed to. You guys, at this time of my life, I was at such a fearful place where, some of you might remember this, I couldn't drive longer than 20 minutes in my car, um, especially on the highway. I would totally panic and freak out. This is when I started learning about energetic blocks and on a spiritual realm of why things happen in our physical world. So... I believe that my eyesight started getting crazy because I couldn't see where I was going in my future. <laughs> and you guys might think that's crazy, but whatever. I also had this experience of driving at night and I got really tired and I think it caused um, a blockage of energy in me. So I was making a commitment, a $22,000 commitment to go to this school that was four days a week, an hour and a half, one way. There were so many reasons why I shouldn't have done this. For one, I wasn't even driving longer than 20 minutes. However, I knew I had to do it. I just listened to my calling and I knew. I knew it was right for me. Every time I thought about it, I got so excited thinking about it. So I stopped buying into and believing all the reasons why I shouldn't and just focused on why I had to do it. I just made up my mind and decided to go all in. And I casted the vision for it. Thank God <laughs> the first class I went to was an energy healing class and... The blockage was released. I could go into, I'm trying to not talk your ear ass on everything. However, I was able to drive from that day forward completely fine. <laughs> completely fine. And I haven't had, I don't even wear my glasses anymore to drive. <laughs> no matter how far I'm driving. So that was such a powerful experience for me. And it was a, just another sign reassuring that, hi, yes, we are so grateful that you decided to finally start pursuing things and stop just sitting around waiting for things to fall in your lap and you're finally taking the divine action we've been trying to show to you over and over and over again <laughs> so here you go here's your eyesight back <laughs> okay i want to see okay stephanie you said that's i've always struggled with i know i want to help people but how yes so start exploring the, your different things and the different things that are calling to you your talents all of these you know, when I thought about doing this course, it came from, these are, these are all the things that light me up and make me really excited. However, I had a very limiting belief that I wasn't allowed or qualified to do these things. Who am I to help someone with talking about spiritual principles or talking about the universe or <laughs> talking about abundance and you know, there, there were so many living beliefs, but then I finally was like, no, I love this. I'm so passionate about it. And even if I can only help one person, that one person's worth it, right? So just try and figure out what it is that lights you up. And I'm sure if it speaks to you, it's going to speak to someone else. So the next thing that I want to talk with you guys about is 
well, when you're talking about when you're talking about the how, just know you can't mess things up. The only way you can mess things up is by not taking action and not trying new things. So, long story short, something else I want to add with that is, I never knew for sure what I was going to do with that degree. People would ask me all the time, "Well, what are you going to do with it? You're spending." four out of seven nights a week away from your husband, you're pregnant, <laughs> you're driving all the time and you weren't even, last month he told us you couldn't even drive longer than 20 minutes. <laughs> and what are you doing? And when people would ask me, I'm like, I'm not sure what I'm doing. I'm just, I'm enjoying it and I'm following whatever's calling to me. And I know I'm supposed to be here. So regardless of what anyone else thought about what I was doing, I did it anyways. I trusted myself. And it was exactly what I needed to be doing. I opened up a huge, a huge new world for me and all the things that helped me heal. And it's, it's a big part of why I'm here now. I didn't even finish that program at a point, got to a point where unfortunately the program started to fall apart. So I learned a lot from it. However, it was no longer a healthy environment for me to be in. And I had to, once again, learn a lesson to walk away from things that are no longer serving me. It was very hard to do that when I knew how much money I had spent on it. So I could look at it as I spent all this money on something that I'm not even getting my finishing my degree in. You guys, I was like less than, I don't know, less than around less than 10 classes away from finishing. And it's interesting because Zella was allowed to go with me to this class. However, I had such a the woman that was running the program, not speaking anything bad about anyone, but I'm just going to say how it is. She irked the shit out of me. So there were people, there were 14 people in the class before me and only two ended up graduating. That's how bad the situation was. It was painful and I knew my time was more important and I needed to be spending my time somewhere else. I had to accept what it was and know that I learned as much as I could and to know it was time to walk away. The breaking point for me though, when I was debating on if I should or not, was I took Zella to class. She was a couple months old. And Zella's such a happy baby, you guys. Such a happy baby. And all the all the people in the school are excited to see her. And the woman running the program comes over and starts speaking to us. She's not even using a high pitch. I'm very sensitive to noises. So there was nothing that triggered it. It was just her energy. And Zella convulsed, like she shook with like, like it was like a full body shake. <laughs> and I, it, she did it the second she heard this woman's voice. And I was like, okay, we're done here. <laughs> we're done. <laughs> so babies and children are so in tune to this divine connection because they haven't been conditioned to believe otherwise. It's very interesting to, to when you start paying attention to how a child acts. So we want to get back to that, right? We want to get back to just knowing and answering our intuition. So let's talk about when people don't see the same vision as you. So we have two options. You can pursue an abundant life or you can listen to other people's opinions. And I'm sure most of you, if you aren't pursuing the things that you dream about, you've been listening to someone else's opinion and not listening to your inner voice calling out to what it is you want to receive and do. So Every major move that I have made in my life, I have done so regardless of what other people thought. So one of the most life-changing events for me was when I said yes to network marketing, direct sales um, with It Works, 
this was eight years ago. So this was before even network marketing was a common thing, right? And I was introduced to it and I was so lit up and passionate about it that I knew. I knew that it was gonna change the course of my entire life. I knew it was gonna create a legacy for me. And I, I just knew with every ounce of my being for lots of different reasons, because of the industry, because of the company that I was aligned with, because of the so many things. I have an extremely, um, I have an, not to toot my own horn, I have an amazing business mindset. And I knew exactly what I had my hands on the second that I saw it. However, no one else believed in it. <laughs> I remember being in class, I was in college, and I called my mom, I was talking to my mom, and I told her what I did. And my mom, I shit you not, screamed at me on the phone and told me, you, you better send all of it, everything back that you just purchased, blah, 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 blah. Just like, let me have it. This is an irresponsible decision. Da, 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 pyramid scheme, all these things, right? And I had a choice to make. I had a choice to believe someone that I really respected and loved, and I wanted her to believe in it. Or I could lean into my faith and listen to what it was that I was being called to do. So I had to tell my mom, I love you. I'm no longer going to be talking to you about this. And this is what I'm going to do. <laughs> so that's one example of many. When I started to get into energy work and started getting certifications to become a healer with energy, my dad's a doctor. Do you think my dad was open to these types of concepts? <laughs> you know, like you... You have to start understanding that people mean well, but if you listen to everyone else's opinion, you're never going to accomplish what you're here on this planet to do. So you have to love everyone. You can hear them out if you would like to. You do not have to accept what it is that they are saying. Just like when I was telling you guys the story about calling my grandma about me, saying that it would be amazing if we got to purchase our dream home right now. And she instantly started spewing off all of her fear because she's been in the mortgage industry and it'd be dangerous right now, blah, 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 blah. Nothing she was saying felt right to me. So I'm not going to listen to what she had to say. <laughs> Chess tells me to be careful about speaking openly about this because you don't want to come off as being, I don't know, too cocky or whatever, conceited. However, my husband doesn't listen to anybody <laughs> and that's why he is where he is. <laughs> so unless he, um, you know, you honor other people's feelings, blah, 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 you know, all these, all these good things, right? You honor them. You allow people to have their own opinion. However, you do not allow anyone to affect what it is that you want to do from here on out, no matter who it is, parents, friends, best friends. I don't care who it is. Spouses, you are no longer allowing them to decide what's right for you because only you know what is right for you. So now we have to talk about motivation. Are you motivated enough to change? Because a lot of us stay where we are because we're uncomfortable, but we're just comfortable enough to accept where we currently are. So you have to start deciding that you are no longer comfortable. <laughs> You're no longer okay with how things are for you if you want something to be different. Because yes, we can be grateful all day long for where life is right now. We have so many things to be grateful for. It is so important to be grateful for everything you have. However, do not allow where you are now and being grateful for where you are now to hold you back from going to the next level. 
You have to continue to rise, continue to go to the next level, continue to evolve. You are not greedy for wanting more. You are meant for more. It is your divine birthright to receive more and to tap into being able to co-create an abundant life. Every time you go to a level, you go to the next level and you keep going to the next level and the next level and the next level. Soon you're going to realize that anything is possible for you. That is not just a cliche saying that looks cute in a quote on your social media. That is real life. <laughs> when you start tapping into the law of abundance, you start understanding how powerful you truly are. Creating an abundant life is available to anyone that is willing to let go of the limiting beliefs that cause resistance from you being able to tap into the overflow that is available to you all day, every day. Okay, so you have to start creating your motivation. Motivation comes from within. We're not talking about willpower because willpower comes from the belief of you have to do something even though you don't want to do it. You guys want to create your best life. I promise you, you want your best life. I promise you it's worth it. I promise you if it takes work, the work is worth it. However, when you're starting to pursue it, make sure that you have core beliefs of what it takes to make it happen for you. I don't believe it gets to be hard anymore. So when I told you guys the example about last weekend when I felt tired and I wasn't allowing myself to rest, I knew that was no longer a match for my core belief. A long time ago, I had a limiting belief that I had to go, 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 nonstop, work hard. Success only comes to those who work hard and who sacrifice and blah, 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 blah. And sometimes that limiting belief creeps back in. That limiting belief is not true for me and I know that with every ounce of my being. It gets to be easy, it gets to be fun, and it gets to be whatever I decide that it's going to be, right? Whatever I expect is what's gonna occur. So I expect it to be fun, I expect it to flow, I expect it to be easy. And I expect it to be abundant. Like I expect it to unfold even more beautifully than I ever imagined. This course, you guys, I'll tell you a funny story. So clearly I'm very passionate about what I teach <laughs> and I love it and I believe in it full heartedly. However, there was so many reasons why I shouldn't be offering a course right now because of what's going on in the economy because people might not want to be spending money. I surely shouldn't be raising the price of what I did last time because then maybe people still wouldn't want, then, then that would convince people to not do it, blah, 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 blah. However, I know this content is worth 10 times what I'm charging. And I had to let go of the limiting beliefs and really, really cast the vision of what I was expecting to unfold. And it was calling to me to do this. I felt like people needed a positive divine container more than ever before right now. And I wanted to be able to offer that. So I had to let go of all the limiting beliefs about it. There's nothing scarier than do, when you do a course that's live um, than the idea of no one signing up. Or there's not, it's scary to think about no one signing up. There's nothing scarier than only one person signing up. <laughs> so you go through all of these processes when you are allowing your vision to unfold. And you have to lean more into faith than ever before, knowing exactly how it's unfolding, it's supposed to happen. So I, I have recorded videos of all the behind the scenes of me working on my energetic match to be able to level up and be an energetic match for what it is that I expect and what I want my outcome to be. So one day I'm gonna um, create a course around just all about abundance and tapping into being an energetic match for exactly what you want. So you guys are getting the gist of it. Um, and basically it's all about just switching your mindset. So 
when you are creating motivation for yourself, you have to, so this is how, um, this is what we do with hypnosis too. So if you have a client that wants to create a new, wants to let go of a bad habit, when you're working with trying to release this bad habit, you have to create new habits for it. And you have to, when you're looking at the habit that you want to release, you have to go very deep and create a feeling within of why you this bad habit is no longer serving you. So deep down, everything you're doing right now, you're doing because you believe that it serves you in some way. So you not going after your dreams, you believe that it serves you to not do that. You believe you're protecting yourself. You believe, you know, all the limiting things that we buy into. We, we believe that we have to be comfortable and just grateful for what we have and blah, 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 blah. So we believe it's serving us. So you have to blow that bullshit belief out of the water. <laughs> and you then have to decide that where you're going with your new habit is what is best for you. And you have to buy into that over and over and over again and affirm it, affirm it, affirm it, affirm it. Speak life over where you're going. Releasing your old habits and knowing that the new habits are what is going to pave the way for you to become the best you. Okay. You guys have a lot of comments and I haven't been reading, but I don't think I've seen any questions. Okay. Justine says, knowing my worth is so hard for me. Knowing our worth is so hard for everyone. And we have very strong programming that we have done even from a very young age that has taught us to believe in uh, making sure that the world around us justifies that we are worthy and capable. So this whole idea comes from conditional love. And parenting is so hard, you guys. It's so hard. I would love a universal guide, a universal law guidebook on how to become a parent so your child is just like constantly <laughs> has, has no limiting beliefs that come from childhood. However, in childhood, we are taught that when we do things that um, our, our, um, our parents or our our guides, our, the people that are taking care of us, want, we're rewarded for it. We make them feel good, right? So we, and we enjoy making other people feel good. We enjoy when other people are proud of us. So we start responding to the world around us and doing what we think is going to make other people happy. Disregarding what's making us happy because we are giving souls. Humans want to give, we want to please other people. So we decide that our happiness, our worth is dependent on other people because if someone else feels good, then I can feel good, then I'm allowed to. So other people's behavior, which defines all universal laws because you have zero control over anyone else. The only thing you have control over is yourself and knowing that you are worthy and speaking that life over yourself over and over and over and over again, regardless of what anyone else thinks. So incredibly important and we're, we're like I said <laughs> we're going we're going through a lot of root causes of where these beliefs come from and when you first start speaking life over yourself and teaching yourself that you are worthy it's going to feel very uncomfortable <laughs> and you aren't going to believe it so however you know too much now you know too much 
you, you no longer are going to be able to justify being unhappy. And now when you catch yourself unhappy and out of alignment, you're going to notice it. And if you don't do things to get yourself back into alignment and start pursuing the things that you really dream about and want to do, you're going to feel 10 times more uncomfortable now because you are listening to this information, whether you are consciously absorbing it or it's kind of going over your head. You know, some things that I listen to, I'm not necessarily an energetic match for yet, but just being in that frequency and listening to the content over time, I start to understand it. It's why you hear something different every time you listen to an audio because you're becoming an energetic match for it. So you always hear what it is you're an energetic match for. However, being exposed to content and in an environment that is causing you to level up over time, you start leveling up and being a match for what it is. It's what is being said. This is why I don't think you should watch the news <laughs> because you become an energetic match for whatever you're listening to. So, you know you have the power to change anything and everything right now, okay? Let me see what you guys are. Doing my own research, Atomic Habits. I haven't heard, I think I've heard of that book. I have not read that yet. Okay, so it's a daily choice for us to tap into abundance. And you guys are going to know what keeps you in alignment and what does not. So... This is going to be trial and error for you. And remember, having grace for yourself when you are observing when you're out of alignment, what causes you to get out of alignment, all of these things, right? So it gets easier over time. However, you're allowing yourself to start perfecting this game. It's the game of life. <laughs> and there are core principles and laws that govern what it is that we are experiencing. And when you start learning and tapping into how to take advantage of these opportunities, of these natural laws that you can rely on and count on no matter what, abundance and overflow will flow to you in ways you never ever even dreamed. So if you guys only take one thing away from this course, I pray with every ounce of my being that you learn to be happy. Whatever it takes to be happy. And I'm you know, it's a feeling that you have to embody and it's taking care of yourself and it's all the things that we've talked about. But what's really going to light you up is going after your dreams and going after and doing the things that you want to do. Even if it's not a career, you guys, I'm talking about passions. I'm talking about feelings. I'm talking about just being happy. You know, one of my big goals is to be the best person I can be for myself so then I can be the best spouse, the best parent. These are all, all things that cultivate happiness, right? I'm not saying it has to be necessarily a career. However, our passions can become our purpose. And it feels really, really fucking good when our passions become our purpose. And only you know exactly how far you need to go with that. So we're just, let's see. Okay. I wrote, when you're happy, you can create worlds. Doors will open you never knew were possible and you will experience joy on such a profound level when creating your own happiness becomes your mission. And here's a quote for you guys that I want to share with you. A person is happy not because everything is right in his life. He is happy because his attitude towards everything in his life is right. Happiness allows you to become a higher vibrating being. 
It raises your vibration, it raises your frequency, which allows you to become a match for all the things that you desire. So how can we become, how can we vibrate higher, right? Like, how do I do that? <laughs> give me give me some tips on this. So I have, I have um, a few different steps that I believe are ex extremely important. Step one to vibrate higher is celebrating every victory. So even if you have a very big goal in mind of where you want to do what, where you want to go and what you want to do, you have to celebrate every step that gets you there. So this is incredibly important. Let's say that you want to become a millionaire. However, when you walk past a penny on the ground, you don't appreciate the penny. You don't pick it up. You think you're better than the penny. Do you think that if you don't appreciate the penny that God, source, universe is going to bring you more of that? No. <laughs> so from now on, pick up the penny. <laughs> Appreciate the penny. Celebrate the penny. Be excited about the penny. So every small step and accomplishment that you achieve, every time that you notice a limiting belief and you say it's not true and you pick a new belief, celebrate that step, okay? It's incredibly important for you to honor it because when you can honor the smaller steps, they turn into bigger steps. You have to have to learn how to love yourself. This is, once again, not just something cliche that is talked about. It is vitally important for you to learn to love yourself unconditionally. And the forgiveness exercise we've talked about, you have to do it for yourself. You have to forgive yourself and you have to just start loving yourself so much. You have to become your biggest cheerleader. We keep talking about this over and over and over again. And I'm going to keep talking about it over and over and over again because we have to rewire our subconscious that is telling us that this isn't true. This is true. <laughs> it is so important to love yourself, take care of yourself. Those lists of joys that you have, those things that make you happy, those dreams that you have, all of these things, they're right for you. You deserve those. And it's not just once every couple of months you allow yourself to feel good. It's every single day you need to be doing at least one thing that lights you up that takes care of you. You have to secure your own oxygen mask, just like we hear when we fly. You have to secure your own oxygen mask before assisting others. You're not going to get very far if you don't do that, right? It's incredibly important. You have to start doing it. I do something at least once a day for myself, and I have a beautiful morning routine that guarantees that I do that. Number three, you have to protect your energy. So you have to be aware of what lights you up, what doesn't, and surround yourself with an environment that supports you. So I'm not saying you guys have to go and cut all, everyone out of your life that doesn't <laughs> support your big dreams. I've obviously have shared countless stories of me having to adapt to situations where I nece wasn't necessarily getting the feedback that I wanted from the people that I care about. However, you have to, you know, no one can take away your power unless you allow them to. So you can't be an energetic match for what people say, think, or do. You have to start honoring and trusting and knowing only you know what's right. And you have to protect your energy with that. And so there's so many different things that we can do. I am a firm believer of visualizations, obviously, you guys know that, <laughs> and grounding. So grounding is very, very crucial for me every single day. During my meditation, I spend time thinking about my feet being firm and planted on the ground, roots growing from my feet down into the ground, and it just, it centers me. It connects me. 
And then I also visualize myself being connected with white light or with source, um, God universe, and being um, covered in a beautiful golden white light that is filled with unconditional love. And I ask that anything that is no longer serving me to be removed and to be replaced with this unconditional love. And then I feel, I feel the feelings of feeling so good in my body. This sets the tone for me to be able to experience whatever I experience throughout the day and no one to be able to take me out of alignment because I know no one can do that unless I allow them to. And then you have to build your belief. So the world is going to respond to you. Remember that. We, we keep talking about that. It's going to respond accordingly. Whatever you expect is what you receive. What you declare you're available for is what is going to be allowed into your space. What you decide you are no longer available for, it's not serving you, I'm no longer a match for this, will fade away. So if you notice things happening and you don't like them, you can say either out loud or to yourself, I am no longer an energetic match for this. And that's all you have to do. And you'll start seeing that situations start changing for you. They start unfolding in a much more pleasant way. Um, there was a long period of my life where I was an energetic match for a lot of drama and a lot of bullshit. <laughs> and I loved to blame it on everyone else around me and to think that it was everyone else's fault that these things were happening. And then it was kind of a hard reality to swallow when I realized I was the one that was allowing myself to be a vibrational match for that. I was the one that was attracting these things into my experience. So, I have a feeling I'm going to lose my voice and this is probably going to be a two-hour conversation. So, um, Stephanie says, I struggle with getting out of alignment the most with the babies. When they, when they fight, when I have to punch them, how do you... So, Stephanie, your comment um, cut off at how do you, and then I can't see the rest. So, send me what the rest of that says. Parenting is hard. <laughs> if you guys don't have children yet... Um, or if you don't plan on having children, then just tune me out for a second. But parenting is hard, right? We, we want the best for our children. We are taught how to parent and we remember how we were parented. So subconsciously, sometimes our mother and our father just come out. <laughs> Even if we despised the things that our parents said when we were younger, somehow they come out. <laughs> and... Um, so parenting, you have to give yourself grace. You have to be willing to try new things. It's it's just like what we're talking about here, right? And I've noticed, so when, and we're going to talk about our mornings, but I've noticed when, remember when we talked about in the last lesson, to not allow the things around us to change our inner being, right? So it's maintaining um, it's learning how to control your emotions too. For me with parenting anyway. So there are things that happen that could, that trigger the shit out of me. Like I, I like things clean. I like things nice. I appreciate my things. Children don't necessarily understand that. So I give you guys the example of Zella Rippy in the book and I can catch myself like reacting or doing things that, um, I don't necessarily think are serving the purpose the best. And the best thing I can tell you is I've sent you the book on the awakened family. I think it's what it's called. And it's incredible because our children are our best teachers and they are teaching us every single day. 
So it's not always gonna be perfect. How do you stay in alignment when you are angry? Is it possible to stay in alignment when you're angry? So remember the story I told you about, if you haven't had a chance to listen to lesson three, I told you a story about, I got this awesome new cookbook. I was so excited about it. It was beautiful. It lit me up when I saw it. I was so excited about it. Had a page marked of a recipe that I wanted to make. And Zella ripped the page in front of me. And I instantly felt a rush of just anger, <laughs> just pure pissed. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> and then I took a second to realize it's not that big of a deal. It's not that big of a deal. <laughs> it's okay. And so I've created core beliefs with my parenting of knowing that the things that, and even with my spouse, even with Chaz, like there's things that drive me nuts about Chaz. However, if, if Chaz, you know, if something, heaven forbid, you know, whatever, those are the things I would miss most about Chaz if Chaz wasn't around. And so I, I've started to fall in love with the things that used to drive me crazy. And I do that with Zella too, because she's not always going to be a little baby. She's not always going to be under our roof. I'm not always going to be able to enjoy all the toys all over the house. So then I start learning to love these things. And I think our children respond exactly how we respond. Remember, they are so much more in tune with their emotions and being more in tune with the environment around them. So how we react is causing them to react. So if I react in anger towards my daughter, do I expect her to react pleasantly to anger? <laughs> like my daughter has no fear. She has no filter and no fear. Anytime that I've gone to yell at my daughter, she has stood firmly in her ground. She is 18 months old, looked me dead in the eye, pointed her finger at me and told me off exactly how I told her off. So she mirrors everything I'm doing. So I've learned that I have to respond differently if I want her to respond differently because she's just mirroring everything I'm doing. Now we're, we're going way off topic, but um, that can apply in lots of different ways. It doesn't just have to apply for parenting. Everything around you is just a mirror. So people, situations, everything that's unfolding, everything is happening for you, not to you. comments so um let me see where we're at i want to reiterate declaring what you expect because the universe is always delivering what you expect so um we have to impress on our subconscious with expectancy so uh, one of the things i wanted to share with you is Imagination is man's workshop. Isn't that so good? Imagination is man's workshop. So what we expect, what we imagine to happen for us is what we're declaring to the universe. So I even make very powerful statements to the universe. This is what I'm available for. This is what I expect. I'm not available for anything else. This isn't me trying to control because I'm open to however it unfolds. Okay, like I... This is what I expect to come. However is for my highest good is okay. <laughs> However it's delivered is fine. I, I, love, I love surprises. I love when it unfolds in unexpected ways. However, this is what I am available for. This or something better. So it's wishing versus declaring. Let me make two statements and you tell me what sounds better. What sounds better? I wish I was successful or I am successful. 
I am successful. I am anything is so much more powerful than you just dabbing and playing with the idea. You have to decide, commit, own it, and expect it. So you have to pay attention to the frequency of what you're speaking at all times. He said, is visualizing a form of hypnosis? Yes. All hypnosis is self-hypnosis. And yes, images, imagination. Hypnosis is just working with your subconscious. That's why it's so powerful. Because the subconscious is truly what's running, running everything that's going on in our consciousness, right? And you just have to learn how to work with the subconscious because it speaks very differently than we do in the real world. So you guys have learned that. You focus on what you do want, not what you don't want. You embody the feelings of what you want. You expect it. You feel it. It's, it's pretty wild when you start learning about it. I'm obsessed with all of it. <laughs> I'm obsessed with learning about our consciousness. Um, so how can we do hypnosis on ourselves? Um, so... All hypnosis is self-hypnosis. Even if you're working with a practitioner, you are the one self-hypnotizing yourself. So when you're going through meditations, when you're listening to... I'm, gonna, I'm going to create audios of my hypnosis scripts, specifically for mindset and success. You guys are going to get to hear one of my most favorite scripts today. And... Um, yeah, you, listen, you just listen to it. You go into a medita meditative state and allow yourself to just... Um, explore your imagination really and um, it, it's very very simple much simpler everything every visualization we've done you guys has been a form of hypnosis in the course so how do you grow your belief you immerse yourself in an environment that supports you and this isn't always easy right <laughs> so what we're allowing into our space is shaping our reality and it's creating our core beliefs and supporting our core beliefs that we want to embody. So some of you guys probably laughed when I said Chaz and I watched the Million Dollar Listing. But when we can tap into a show that talks about successful people that are buying and selling real estate for multiple millions of dollars, we are tapping into the energy of people that are experiencing that. And it lights me up. Because guess what? I'm going to be that person. <laughs> that, that is what's coming into my reality. I know my future reality. I'm going to be able to say on a multi-million dollar house that we can do all cash so we can get a badass deal on the house. Like we're not going to have to even play the game of going back and forth and negotiating with people. And I know what that feels like just by even watching the show. And that might sound silly and ridiculous, but it's true. Abraham Hicks talks about, you know, I feel like now talking about Talking about Trump is such a sensitive subject now that he's, um, yeah, <laughs> it's such a sensitive subject. However, Abraham Hicks talks about watching the show that Trump was on. And she says, you know, not necessarily that I believe in what he's about, but if you listen to how he speaks, he's always speaking over what he's expecting. So it's magnificent. All the things that, you know, make him sound kind of conceited. I'm not saying embody all of it, but he's always constantly casting the vision of what's happening, the outcome, and that's what he experiences. There's not many people that can go bankrupt as a billionaire and then become a billionaire again. However, if that is what you're an energetic match for, no matter if you lose it, you always get it back. We're going to talk about that with money too. So we have to, every single day, be putting this, this work into practice. So for me, I am listening to things that I know um, are going to get me into an abundant state. And there are very few people that really, truly 
embody and speak what in a way that lights me up. So you can smell bullshit from a mile away. However, when you find the people that light you up and allow you to tap into their frequency, it makes you level up. So I listen to the same things over and over and over again of different authors, of different people. Their mindset sets a fire in me and helps me to embody those same beliefs that are so connected with my core belief. And the days that I don't listen to that content or don't surround myself with that content are the days that I start falling out of alignment with that. I, I my, you know, my energy kind of drops. And at some point, I'm just going to be able to do it all on my own. You know, that's, I, I would think, you know, after, after a certain period of time, it's just, it's embodied in me. It's who you are. And I do believe this is my truth, but I do believe I still can get distracted sometimes if I allow myself to. So just like brushing your teeth, you have to be putting in the work every single day. So the people that took this course before, you signed up for the same course with the same content to be in the same container again. It's the energy. It's the, it's, it's because we are in this container together, we are lighting each other up. So you're, you guys are contributing to lighting me up. I'm lighting you guys up. This is the power of coming together in a group of people and being able to tap into each other's energy, whether we're physically in front of each other or not. This is something you guys can do every single day for yourself. And it, again, anytime you observe yourself not being a match for what you want, or you can feel yourself out of alignment, these are tools for you to be able to get back into alignment. You said that scripture for me. He says, you can, why believe anything else? Exactly. Everything we are speaking about, these concepts are all throughout scripture. I have many, many scriptures that I repeat over and over again in my head. And if, if scripture isn't for you, no big deal. Whatever is for you. Um, it took me a long time to heal, heal my relationship with that. And... Um, it's a beautiful thing though. When when you you're when you have your faith, whatever your faith is, I don't care what it is. If it's just universe, if you call it source, if you call it God, I don't care what it is. There's a higher power constantly supporting and taking care of us. And you, when you start believing in that, trusting in that and acting on that belief, doors open for you that you never thought possible. As I always say to my cheerleaders, you don't have to like me, but you will respect me. Yes. <laughs> Okay, so, oh, Pam's brought that up. Yep, I'm trying to be an energetic match with that woman. <laughs> so we have to take a moment to evaluate ourselves. Let's honestly check in with ourselves. So we're not being hard on ourselves. We're not criticizing ourselves. We're no longer allowed to be our own biggest critic, but we can observe and we can just identify some of the things that might need to change. So be honest with yourself and ask, Are my current, is my current mindset, are my current habits, and my lifestyle choices, are my current beliefs, are they working for or against me? And be honest with yourself about that. And if they're not working for you, if you're not exactly where you want to be, then how can I begin to make changes in the areas to better serve myself? And you guys, when you start asking these questions, signs start showing up out of nowhere, as long as you are available for paying attention to them, as long as you're paying attention and recognizing that they're not just coincidences. So just starting to ask, anytime that you ask clear questions, you're gonna be guided to the answer. Okay, mornings are so incredibly important. Here's why. 
when we sleep, we let go of resistance. We connect back with the pure positive source energy that we truly are. And this is why, you know, Chaz, even this morning, I was like, how'd you sleep? And he was like, oh, I was up all night. And he first kind of said it like it wasn't a good thing. And I was like, oh, what was keeping you up all night? Because when I'm up throughout the night, I'm getting divine downloads of ideas and things that I know that are like going to catapult me to the next level. So this entire course I outline idea came to me at three o'clock in the morning. And um, I just knew like it, fl- it, it flowed so beautifully and the idea I could, could fully get behind it and deliver it the way that I have because of what happened in the middle of the night of the feeling that it was just, it was so divinely charged. And so when I said that, then he immediately switched. He was like, yeah, you're right. Like, this is what was lighting me up. I couldn't sleep because I was so excited. And I was like, celebrate that. Act on that. Whatever the hell you were thinking about, I want you to think about it all day long today <laughs> because you're about to level up on something new. I can tell. And it was like, okay. <laughs> like, Jazz was so cute. He's like, he's my, no offense. Don't take this personally, but he is my favorite student. <laughs> he takes advice so well and just acts on it. So, um, and he's been listening to videos all day long. I've, I can, I hear him. <laughs> he's up with Zala and he has them all playing in the background. That is in alignment with what his ideas were that came through last night. So in the morning, when you're waking up, you're still connected with that pure positive source energy. And as soon as you start doing things that bring you back into your old habits, living beliefs, like grabbing your phone right away, you're instantly knocking yourself out of being able to be in that divine container. However, if you can start creating habits that allow you to expand on what you created throughout the night of resting, refueling, tapping into different realms that, you know, I'm not going to go too into it and whatever. Um, (laughs) Sometimes I feel like I need to filter on my thoughts and beliefs. Just trust me that when you sleep, um, you just return to pure positive source energy. And it's, um, it's powerful when you start creating habits that allow you to stay connected to that. So I do not touch my phone in the morning. I, um, I stretch, I move my body. I try and stay away from my phone. It's about like an hour, hour and a half. So I secure my own oxygen mask in the morning. I listen to things that light me up. So then I am fully prepared for whatever comes throughout the day. And I am extending that pure positive source energy. Okay. It's so incredibly important. So Kim, Kim and I, I'm sure Kim doesn't care. Kim and I had this conversation where mornings are hard for her. And I do believe that ultimately you get to do whatever you want to do, right? Whatever you think is serving you. However, mornings are so important for this reason. So even if it's just 10 minutes in the morning of you being able to tap into that alignment and start paying attention to the the thoughts that you pick up on in the morning. So before I even open my eyes, I have um, like morning mantras that I speak. So I say today is going to be the best day of my life. I am the happiest, healthiest, and wealthiest I have ever been. And I say that before I even open my eyes. A lot of you guys do your gratitude list. The reason why you do your gratitude list in the morning is because you're, you're tapping in even more to that abundant higher frequency, which is also great as well. Ooh, Kim, I can't wait to hear what your mornings are. 
can't wait to hear about that. So, okay, we did the, I want you guys to take time now. So we talked about what you would do if, if there, if you knew you couldn't fail. P.S. I want to hold all of you accountable for pursuing those things that you said. <laughs> so I want you to take time now to imagine the best version of you. This was one of the most powerful exercises I've ever done. I'll, I say that every time because these are my most powerful exercises. That's why they're part of this course. However, if you're doing all the things that you deep down know you're capable of doing, what would you be doing? You'd be going after those dreams and goals you guys shared earlier. And I want you to forget about all other responsibilities and reasons why you don't have the time to do these things or why they wouldn't work out and why it's not possible for you. Forget about all of that. And let's just pretend for a moment that your only responsibility is becoming the best you. So what kind of activities would you pursue? What would your non-negotiables be each day? So also having a plan allows us to execute and allows our subconscious and it just to start to be an autopilot. So since I have a morning routine, I don't have to think about it in the morning. I just get up and I do it. And it makes it much easier to do that instead of just bailing on it. So, and I know that my meditation happens the second that I put Zell down for her nap every single day. Non-negotiable, it's the first thing I do. And I've created these habits and they just go on autopilot now. And they serve me in ways I never even thought possible. So you guys have to create some things for you that allow you to just run on autopilot. Just happens second nature. So we don't have time to talk ourselves out of it. That's why people suck so bad at going to the gym <laughs> and working out. Because they just think that they're going to do it whenever they find time throughout their day. Instead of having a plan on when they're going to do it. And then you always talk yourself out of it. Yes, I wake up before Zella. Absolutely. Pam is a sign for everything. She is, I, I always channel my inner Pam. <laughs> okay, so what would your morning routine look like? What would you wear? How would you act? So when I did my list of becoming my best self, when I would visualize the person of becoming my best self, thinking about what I looked like and what I wore was so huge for me. So for a very long time, I would go to Sedona, Arizona because I felt like I could truly be myself. I could be the person that really made me happy because for a long time, I believed that it wasn't okay for me to talk about my spiritual beliefs, my spirituality, to talk about laws of attraction, the universe. You guys would understand why I get the craziest messages from people about how, about what they think about what I believe in and share. <laughs> so... Um, and you know, it didn't necessarily agree with what I was taught growing up completely, or I didn't think it did. So, which it does more than I ever even realized. So there were so many reasons why I felt like I couldn't be who I was. I thought people were going to think I was a fraud. I was, you know, like when I go to Sedona, like I have, like, I wear my headbands and I have, you know, basically everything I'm wearing now, <laughs> my big chunky necklaces, my turquoise, I am me now. But for a long time, I didn't allow myself to be that. And every time I would picture my best self, you know, she was in velvet and she had crystals and she had the biggest smile. She genuinely lit up. She lit everyone else up just by being around her, right? 
And I, I could picture this in the way that you know what your best self is, like when you're around other people, that you admire these qualities in them, you admire those qualities because those qualities are deep within you. And you can embody those qualities as well. So that's why I don't understand people being jealous of other people because everyone's just a mirror for us. They're just mirroring what it is that we like or what we dislike about what we're doing. And we can always, if, if someone else can do it, then we can do it too. You have everything you need to be able to achieve and accomplish everything it is that you dream of. Write the book, <laughs> do the things, take the trip, travel the world, figure it out. If someone else can do it, you can do it too. I promise you, I promise you, I promise you, your callings are calling to you for a reason. God's source universe doesn't put these thoughts on our heart just to toy with us and just tease us, okay? It's not just your imagination. These are, these are what is your highest truth and what you're supposed to be doing with your life. Just start, just start acting on it and you'll start to see the magic unfold, I promise. Who would you surround yourself with being your best self? What would the people be like around you? I had to get honest with myself about clearing some space about some people that weren't serving me, that didn't make me feel good, that I was trying to please and prove that I was worthy of their love, which would make me think that I was worthy of love. And I had to rewrite some things in relationships. <laughs> so this exercise helped me to be able to do that. So then I want you to just make a list of all the things that you would do if you were your best self. So my list is super, super fucking long, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna share it with you. I'd be a spiritual teacher, I'd meditate each day, I'd be a phenomenal public speaker, I'd be a New York Times bestselling author, I'd travel the world, I'd live in a house that brings me joy, I'd fuel my body with the most nutritious foods, I'd read and write every day, I'd listen to motivational content such as podcasts or digital courses every day, I would have my hair done, I'd move my body daily, I'd start each morning with a grateful heart, I'd be the happiest person in the room, I'd be so much fun to be around with my contagious positive energy, I'd be healthy and filled with vitality, I would consistently invest in myself from going to the spa and taking care of my body, mind, and spirit. I would be surrounded by people that support my dreams and encourage me to thrive. I would shower daily, <laughs> is on the list. I would work less and still accomplish my dreams. I would take immediate inspired divine action. I would pursue my passions. I'd create my ideas even if they didn't make sense to others. I would put my heart and soul into everything I do. I would be more present. I would make the people I care about feel incredibly loved and important. I would invest only in quality relationships. I would only allow what is serving me to exist in my world. I would forgive and release the past. I would no longer hold on to the struggle. I would take ownership of how I feel and I would create my own happiness. I would unapologetically speak my truth. Those are all the things I would do. So then you write this whole list of what you would do. You're not letting anything hold you back. If you could create yourself and there was nothing holding you back, write everything you would do. And then I want you to, after you make that list, replace everything from I would with I am. I am a spiritual teacher. I meditate each day. I am a phenomenal public speaker. I am a New York Times bestselling author. I travel the world. I live in a home that brings me joy. I fill my body. I feel my body with the most nutritious foods. I read and write every day. You guys get the idea, right? I am now for everything and your hand is gonna hurt. Put your pen to paper and do the work. You guys, it is fucking powerful when you do this. Because guess what? When you switch from I would, because I would makes it, I would suggest that it's not possible for you. It, saying I am and declaring it 
makes you an energetic match for it and pulls it through the quantum field to you. This is quantum, this is where quantum leaping happens. Speaking your truth, declaring it, regardless of what your current situation justifies is true for you. I welcome carpal tunnel openly. I didn't see. I love it. I, I haven't read out through all of your guys' comments, but. Okay, Stephanie says, yeah, Kim is the shit, right? Like, so through my ups and downs, Kim was one of the most powerful friendships that I had to help me realize that I need to stop giving a shit and pleasing everyone else around me. <laughs> Kim is incredible. Okay, you guys, are you guys ready for our visualization? I'm so excited for this one. This one's my favorite. So. I'm setting the bar high here, but I think it's gonna deliver. So now that we're, can you guys take a second to just recognize how fucking good you feel? <laughs> like the content that we're talking about, how good it feels to talk about this and how good it feels to be aligned with this energy because this is our truth. Isn't it beautiful? It's like, it's so, so good. Okay. So let's take a moment. If you're driving and listening to me, please do not listen to this visualization. If you can give me your full attention, that would be wonderful. If your kids are screaming in the background, just absorbing and being in this frequency will help. <laughs> so, okay. Feet firmly planted on the ground. Sit up straight. Make sure that your back is supported. Relax your shoulders. Softly close your eyes. Take a deep breath in. Let it go. Take another deep breath in. All the way from your tummy. Allowing your stomach to expand with the breath. And let it go. A deep release where you feel something let go on that one. It is time to start becoming the person you know you are meant to be. It is time to start creating your best life. Take a moment to check in with yourself. You can feel your feet firmly planted on the ground, your hands softly resting in your lap, palms facing up. Feel your body begin to relax as you melt into your chair. It feels so good to take this moment for yourself. Every inch of you from the top of your head to the tips of your toes is celebrating the time that you are taking right now for you. I would like you to think of one thing that you are currently grateful for. Maybe it is something good that happened today or something you're grateful for in general. Feel the energy of your gratitude within your heart center. Imagine this energy is a ball of golden white light. With every breath, you can feel the gratitude in this energy ball growing bigger and you can see it becoming brighter. Now I would like you to imagine you're standing in your bathroom this is a familiar space for you. 
and everything is as it always is. However, when you look in the mirror, you see your reflection. But who you see is not who you currently are. You notice the mirror above the sink. And as you look in the mirror, you see a small child. This child is your younger self. Take a moment to notice this younger version of you. Notice how sweet and innocent this child is. I'd like you to say a few words to him or her. Tell this child, I see you. I am happy you are here. You are important to me. You are safe. I hear you. I delight in you. I respect you. You are perfect in every way. I love you. After you speak these words, you see the smile child from your love and admiration. Then you notice the reflection in the mirror begins to change. You are now looking in the mirror back at your own reflection. You look similar to how you look now, only the version of you in the mirror is the best version of you. You are looking at your future self, the best you. The person you see is doing all the things you dream of. This person is happy and living life to the fullest. Just looking at this person, you are inspired and can feel the glow of happiness from within. Seeing the best you instantly comforts you as you're embracing a strong, confident presence, but also soft and nurturing. What does the best version of you look like? Visualize the way the best you smiles. Can you hear your genuine laugh? You have discovered the secret to becoming anything and everything you have ever dreamed of. You know this power was within you all along. You just had to own it. It truly is that simple. Does your best self dress differently than you do now? Do you speak differently? Confidence radiates from within and you speak your truth. What does your morning routine look like? What do you do throughout the day? Notice how gracefully your best self accomplishes whatever you set your mind to. With unwavering confidence, all is well and everything is happening exactly as it should. You know as long as you do your part, the universe always delivers. What kind of foods do you eat? What do you do to take care of yourself? What kind of music do you listen to? What are the people you spend your time with like? When you look at the person in the mirror, you are so proud of this person. As if you're looking at your own child who has accomplished what they have worked so hard to achieve. You are so proud of yourself because you know how hard you had to work to be where you are today. 
take a moment to tell yourself how proud you are of you. Tell yourself I love you and feel the unconditional love you have for yourself. In this moment, your best self has words of wisdom for you. As you look at yourself in the mirror, your best self tells you, I'm only reflecting who you are becoming. You now know nothing was meant to break you. It was only building you. Everything that has occurred was exactly how it was meant to unfold for you to become the best you. All trials, heartache, and obstacles have served their purpose. They have created the person you are today and are a big piece of who the best you is. Without suffering, there would be no compassion. Allow what has been to soften you, not harden you. You are no longer going to let the past hold you back. You are ready to forgive and release. It is time for your mess to become your message. It is time to rise from the ashes and be who you are meant to become. The best version of you is waiting for you. He or she is within you already in this very moment. This is who you are. You do not need permission from anyone to start living as your best self. You can be the best you today in this very moment. You just have to decide it is time. Right now is the time to rise to your greatest potential. Imagine in a year from now how different life will look. How you will be able to look in the mirror as your best you and feel so proud of allowing yourself to shine. You are confident, you are strong, you are beautiful, you are worthy. I love you. Now open your eyes. It's my favorite one, favorite, favorite. Hope you guys liked it. Okay, we're gonna dive into homework. So, homework number one, make a list of all the things you would do if you were your best self. So I read my list to you guys. Now I want you to make your list. So say I would blank, 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 just let yourself flow. Everything that comes to mind, every detail that comes to mind, write it down. Now I want you to change the list. So homework step number two is change the list from I would to I am. This is where you're speaking your truth. You are pulling what it is you want, which is already who you truly are through the quantum field to your reality. Number three, create a morning routine for yourself. I don't care if it's 10 minutes a day. I don't care if it's just a mantra before you open your eyes. I don't care how long it is. It's just at least one thing, but start making your morning routine. If you can have a half an hour every morning to yourself, that, I mean, that's, that's really like, there's so much you can do with 30 minutes, as long as you're intentional. And then your fourth homework assignment is every time you pass the mirror from this point forward, 
I want you to look yourself in the eyes and say you are powerful beyond measure. How many times do we look in the mirror or pass a mirror and we don't even look at ourselves in it? It's crazy. We're totally avoiding ourselves. And when we do look at ourselves, we will find all the flaws. We look at our body and instantly just, just start speaking so many horrible things over ourselves. And we're no longer going to do that. You're going to look at yourself and you're going to think of the visualization we just did. And you're going to think of that inner child in you that needs love. And you're going to think of the best self that you are creating. And I want you to speak over and over again. I am powerful beyond measure. If I am a powerful beyond measure, then saying you are powerful beyond measure works as well. For a very long time, you guys will even notice when I, you know, I'm, I'm working on owning it and saying I, but I, I enjoy saying we because I hate talking about myself. This is why I have such a hard time sharing. You know, I, for years I've gotten in front of hundreds of people and shared my story of my life and the blessings that I've had and um, with my business with It Works, getting up and sharing my journey with that. And it was always so difficult for me because it was so hard for me to talk about myself. And obviously when we share our stories, I know now that we're just, we're helping other people by doing that. So that's made that easier for me for speaking. I've dropped the ego with it. It's not about me. It's about other people. And then I started noticing like how uncomfortable I am with just talking about myself in general or saying things to myself. So saying I blank when I'm telling stories, I'm always saying we. <laughs> so just starting to speak life of yourself and owning it. You're not being conceited. You're not being self-centered. There's no negativity with being your number one cheerleader, okay? I mean, I think about, like, when I think about unconditional love, I think about, like, the love my grandparents have given me. And that's the love I want to embody for myself so then I can, in return, give that to other people. We can't provide that kind of love and support and nourishment to anyone else until we first can do that for ourselves. So, that's all I have for homework. And I'm going to read you guys' comments really quick. Yay! I'm so glad you guys like the visualizations. Yay! Yay, yay, yay. Yay! I love it, I love it, I love it. Okay, wonderful. Thank you guys so much. Can you do me a favor and share your biggest takeaway from lesson four in the group? I love seeing those and once again when you guys share those you're also reminding each other because a lot of you are focusing on the specific big takeaways but you might have um, so then you might let something else slip so when you guys share your different takeaways even if you have the same takeaways and it's explained from a different perspective it gives a much more powerful meaning and allows your subconscious to program it in an even more different way so please take time to do that. I can't wait to hear your guys' testimonials from what you experienced today. Thank you for being with me for how long we were together. I'm glad we didn't cut anything out. I know it was long, but even if you guys have to listen to this in sections, I hope it's so helpful for you. I love you all so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for creating a space for me to feel that I can speak my truth 
and for allowing me to be a part of your own journey of you tapping, tapping into the abundant life that you're creating for yourself. And I can't wait to see you guys apply these tools and all, everything that we're learning together. So you guys are teaching me just as much as I feel like I'm covering new things with you. <sighs> Kim says, I can't believe I got to actually listen quietly this whole time. My kids knew, man. See? You're always supported. <laughs> I love when that happens. Like Zella magically ends up taking a three and a half hour nap on the days that I really need that three and a half hour nap. <laughs> Oh, I love you all. Have a wonderful day. I can't wait to see what your guys' thoughts and takeaways are from lesson four.